Welcome to MPT Podcast. This is Pastor Tim Wilbanks. We pray that this Word of God will bless your life and ministry increase God's blessing upon you. You can return to your seats, but please don't go too far. And this is why I'll tell you my title before you get too far, because I don't want you to get safe in a safe spot. Rivers of Living Water is my title tonight. The Spirit began to flow in here just a moment ago, and I don't want you to get too comfortable tonight. And I'm sitting over there, God, don't let me preach too long, don't let me preach too long, because there's a there's an ending that he wants to do tonight. As a matter of fact, as, as a proclamation, Brother Randall, tell it, did I not tell you this morning that, the, that at the end of this service, I'm going to walk around and I'm going to say, spring up, O oh well, and there's going to be some wells that spring up of living water. Brother Cody talked, asked you to move out of your pew to come up here because there was life up here. He, he asked you. Brother Wilbanks persuaded you to come touch some life. But now I'm going to proclaim to you how we receive that life. Because it was in my spirit. It, it's, it's just, I was real, real nervous about preaching what I'm going to preach because I never, never, never took a text out of Revelations. But I'm telling you, after the Spirit began to work, let's see what it says right here. Revelations chapter 22. Thank you, Pastor, for this opportunity. Revelations 22 and verse 1. John is on the Isle of Patmos, and he has this vision. He said, and he showed me a pure river of water, of life, clear crystal proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. Verse 2. And in the midst of the streets of it, and on either side of the river, and there was a tree of life which bared twelve manners of fruit and yielded her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were there for the healing of the nations. And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and the Lamb shall be in it, and His servants shall serve Him. I want to talk to you for the next few moments about the river of living water the river of living water you can be seated please don't stay seated on me over the past couple of weeks it's been crazy for me because I was going down the road and I called brother Josh Wiggins and said brother Josh Wiggins what in the world am I sitting here thinking God's challenging my mind about rivers why do I even think about a river what does a river mean what 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 has that any significance and so I began to dig out rivers and we'll find in Genesis chapter 2, there is a river that flows through the Garden of Eden. It was the river that watered the whole garden. There was not rain as we asked God to send the rain. There was not rain. When we asked God to send the, in, the, in the perfect place, there was not rain. It was only the river. There was only a river there in the garden. And I'm fixing to skip real quick, y'all, so help, help me out. So there was nothing there, no rain, nothing. In our text, we also read, and I wanted to point this out to you, that in the midst of the streets, there was a river, and in verse 2, which bare 12 manners of fruit, which yielded her fruit every month. 
Can I tell you there's not a season in your life that God's not going to produce for you what you need to sustain you through it. I'm going to be a faith. There's not a season that you're going to face that, there, that you won't have something to sustain you. Well, Brother Jody, you don't understand where I'm going through. I do not know where everybody's situation is independently. But I'll tell you this. I do know that if I just have faith in God, He shall supply all of my needs according to His riches and glory, which is in Christ Jesus. Either we can believe that or throw it all away. He's going to make a way. He, John said He's going to have fruit in every season of your life. Verse 4 goes on to say and, they say, and they will see His face, and His name shall be on their forehead. Has anybody ever went down in the river before and took on His name? That's what John saw. He seen that one day that I was going to be buried and I was going to be baptized in Jesus' name. So I come to tell you tonight, the people that he was talking about were the ones that he saw that were buried in his name. He said there was a river for them. Tonight there's a river for you. You've got to understand how rivers work. They flow in a direction. If you was to, to try to change the direction of a river, you're fighting a losing battle. When the miss, I got a picture I got to dig in today. Brother, uh, Brother Matt has back there. He put up for me. I want to show you the beginning of the Mississippi River. For the ones in here who feel insignificant, like, you, like your size don't matter. I want to show you how it starts. That is the beginning of the mighty Mississippi River. I don't see barges can travel up and down through there. I don't see those 120-pound catfish, Brother Larry, that can live in there. That's the mighty Mississippi River. Can I tell you the gifts of the Spirit are not going to be a mile wide as we start them? As I began to learn how to give the spirit of wisdom and I learned how to lay hands on the sick and I learned how to do that, Brother Steve, it's going to start as a small river. But, but let me tell you this. As that river keeps going, it don't stop because, well, I'm not as big as all the rest. I don't have as much to say as somebody else has to say. I don't know as much about the Bible as so-and-so. It, it, the river doesn't say that. i tell you what it keeps doing. It comes out of a lake. And it trickles is the, is the way the, uh, Wikipedia described it. You know, Wikipedia knows everything. But it said it was a trickling creek at the mouth of the mighty Mississippi. And then as it goes, you know what it continues to do? It continues to flow. It continues to flow. And as it flows, it goes further. Guess what? The further you go, what happens next? More water. How does it get there? Tributaries. As we take on the attributes of God, and as we take on the love, peace, joy, and the gifts of the Spirit, 
come on, that river is going to become wider. You're going to be able to speak with more boldness. You're going to be able to speak with more clarity. Because why? Because I begin to let the attributes of God begin to work in my life. And I begin to let it flow. It's the, it also, you've got to be careful about what adds to your life. As the, as the rivers begin to join in on the Mississippi River, they don't begin to turn and try to pull from it. They flow in the same direction. If it's an attribute to your life, they're going to flow in the same direction that the church is flowing. I said if they flow in the same way, they speak the same language. Come on, you got, you got to watch what's added to your life. You can't just let anybody pour into your life. You're not just, not just anybody's coming to touch my head. Not just anybody because I don't want some attributes that tries to change the direction of where God's taking me right now. You got to be direct about where you're going. I'm intentional about what I'm doing. I'm on a walk with God and I'm gradually getting further and further down the river. Why? Because one day they're going to build a bridge across me and it's going to be as mile wide. Why is that so important? On that picture I showed you, a beaver can build a dam over that. A beaver can stop that. But the last time that I drove over the Mississippi River in Memphis and seen that bridge light up down there with him. I didn't see a big enough beaver to stop the flow of that river. I said when you get to flowing, they ain't nothing going to stop your gift from working. When you get in the spirit and it begins to work, Somebody, you need to start growing right now. I might be just a trickling creek. I might just be a small river. But look out, devil, over time. I'm fixing to be able to begin to speak to the winds. And they obey. John said, I saw the river and it was crystal clear. He described by John by a water of life. Can I tell you what John said he saw when he looked in that crystal clear river? How many's ever went and looked at a, a pretty lake, a crystal spring-fed lake, and you can look down and see your reflection? You know what John said that they saw? When they looked, they saw his face. God's fixing to clear some stuff up so much in some of your lives that when you look down, you're going to begin to start seeing his face in your life. I said you better start looking around at what you're looking at because you're fixing to see the miraculous hand of God work. You're fixing to start seeing the provisions of God work. I'm telling you tonight, the Spirit is about to come in here and it's going to rush through here like a mighty river and there's going to be some things opening up and happening. I need my eyes clean. Let the spirit flow. I need my ears clean. Let the spirit flow. I'm telling somebody tonight, if you just begin to let the spirit work, if you begin to let the river flow, he's fixing to move some things out of your life. 
Can I tell you, it's the river that's going to produce life in your finances. It's the river that's going to produce life in your health. It's the river that's going to produce life in those black backslidden children. It said it's the river. I'm telling you, the headwaters of the flowing of the Spirit are in this house tonight. And it wants to begin to flow. But I'm telling you, Ezekiel chapter 47. He looked, Ezekiel looked and he had a dream. Guess what both of these were? John was in on the Isle of Patmos. Ezekiel was in captivity. Don't tell me where you at. You can't hear from God. Because as they look, verse 47 says, Afterwards, I brought me again unto the door of the house, talking about the temple of God. He said, And behold, waters issued from under the threshold of the house eastward, and the forefront of the house stood toward the east. And the waters came down from under, out of the right side of the house and out of the south side of the altar. Come on, somebody. You want the river to flow? You're going to have to look for, the, for it to come out from under the altar. It's going to come out from under a place where you let something die. It's going to come out from under a place where you lay down and you killed your flesh. You killed the desires of your flesh. Do you really want the spirit? It's going to come, Ezekiel said, out from under the altar. And he brought me out of the way northward. And he led me eastward to look there. Verse 3 says, And when the man at the line had, had, had came forth eastward and measured it thousand cubits, he brought him out. He began to begin to measure the water. The first time he measured it, it was ankle deep. The second time he measured it, it was knee deep. And it began to get in waters that the last time that couldn't, couldn't cover him. And they said the fish began to get there. Can I tell you, church, when we get to a level where we get it, that the fish begin to come in and the things begin to happen, what's going to happen, Brother Jody's provisions for other people will begin to happen and they'll be coming here to seek, wanting to know why there's such good fish in here. They're going to be wanting to know why. If I go over here, it's there. I'm telling you, it's not going to come by me. It's not going to come by you. It's going to come by the Spirit of God. You got to be careful. Verse 10 says, And it came to pass that the fishers stood out among there and they placed and spread forth their nets, and the fishers were there. And 11 says, In the very place of thereof were a marshy, thereof shall not be healed, they shall be given to salt. You have to be careful, church, that we, when we move in the Spirit, we don't become in a stagnant place. Because you got to understand a stagnant water produces bacteria and causes infections, causes diseases, harm to the body. We got to, when we let the spirit begin to flow, we can't let a stagnant place happen. We can't have an off night. We've got to stay in the spirit flow. John 7 and 37 says in the last days, there were a great feast, and Jesus stood there and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. 38 says, He that believeth on me, as the scriptures have said, out of his belly shall flow rivers 
of living water. But for they spake of the Spirit, which then they that believed on Him should receive the Holy Ghost, and was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. Can I tell you tonight, the river that John described is the Holy Ghost. The river that was taking care of the Garden of Eden was the Spirit of God. The river that Ezekiel 47 recorded in his vision was the Spirit of God. Can I tell you tonight, ladies and gentlemen, that the Spirit of God has made its presence known in this house tonight. Jesus was glorified and told him to go to Jerusalem and tarry there. Why, why, why tarry there? Because you're going to be endued with power from on high. Tonight, what do I do when my marriage is stuck? You let the river flow. Tonight, what do I do when my life feels stagnant and there's no clear future? I allow the river to flow. Rivers flow. And Brother Wilbanks finished off with this. This is in my notes. So I get, I, I'm telling you, this is the Spirit of God in this place. When the rivers flow, it's in unity. We ain't never seen the Hatchie River go two different ways down here, have we? But, but why do we? We get accomplished more when we flow in the same way. This is what's about to happen. I know we was all at the front a while ago, but if you would, everybody in here, stand with me. I want us all to come around the front together, if you don't mind. If you, if you would. And y'all, I'm going to show you what a thirsty man does. If Brother Cody couldn't convince you to do it, and Pastor couldn't convince you to do it, I don't think I can either. But I'm going to tell you, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let it be established. They had no idea what I was preaching. Had no idea what was going on tonight. I know we got a party. We got, we got a party for, for, the, for the greatest. But we, we fixing to let the spirit flow right quick. It's not going to be a long, lengthy thing. It's not going to take long. But I'll tell you what. Right now, everybody's around the front. I want you to touch your neighbor. Everybody touching somebody. Nobody standing by yourself. Everybody touching in the whole link. Whole link. Everybody touching in the whole link. And we fix, we fixing to let the wells begin to erupt. And there's fixing to be a flowing in this church. And, and people down in Middleton are going to begin to see ankle deep water. They're going to begin to see knee deep water. Why? Because it left the throne room of God. There were some people who called the Spirit of God down in this place tonight. And, and, and the Spirit began to flow. Come on, O Wells. Spring up, O Wells. Come on, spring up, O Wells. Come on, if you don't know, if you ain't never had the Holy Ghost, come on, just begin to speak in the Spirit right now. Come on, O Wells. Yeah. Come on. Come on. I'm going to tell you what's about. God doesn't promise me. He said, I'm going to send my Spirit in. And it's going to feel like a rushing mighty wind like on the day of Pentecost. Come on. That's it. Come on, come on, oh river flow, oh river. Come on, body, 
Come on, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Somebody let that come out of your belly right now. Oh, I hear, I hear some bellies ro rolling right now. Come on, out of the depths of your soul. She, I, I, know I'm, I know I've been facing some things, Pastor. I know, Brother Jody, I have. But I'm telling you right now, the Spirit wants to clean it. As the river flows, it begins to move debris out of the way. As the Spirit flows, it's going to take sin out of your life. I said as the Spirit flows, those things that used to hold you back, that spirit of pride, that spirit of, I'm telling you, it's going to move because the power of the river is going to allow it to flow right now. Come on, somebody. Come on, there's a spirit, there's a spirit, there's a spirit working. We pray today that this word has blessed you, minister to the needs of your life. Until next time, God bless you.